Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners who are in the trenches and learn more about their business and business knowledge as a whole. I'm your host, Ryan Carson, and today I have Jim and Al. Guys, how's it going? Doing good. good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Thanks. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for being able to come onto the podcast today. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So let's go ahead and get started. And uh, whoever wants to answer first, you know, you can answer first or, you know, hit each other or whatever to let it know, you know, to let the other one know when it's, there you go. Yeah, just like that. Um, so what, um, so let me, so tell us, so what, um, what got you guys started into the industry and what is the name of your facility? Well, the name of the facility is a classic body works gym. Okay. Um, out of, we're out of Portage, Indiana. Um, Jim, you, you, you've been in fitness. Jim's uh, one of our, I mean, he's our head trainer here and he's been with me for a long time. You know, I've, we, uh, I've been here, what, six, seven years. I, I no longer than that. You were here for a while then, you know, you a little yeah, hiatus yeah. and then back, but yeah, at least a decade Jim's been with me and, you know, okay. a good man to trust and a good man, to, uh, you know, I, it's good. It's, it's good to find, um, good people, people in this kind of business that you can depend on and trust, you know, as you absolutely. know, being yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When you find those people, you gotta, you gotta hang on to them for sure. Yeah. 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 I, I started about, uh, 28 years ago, uh, in personal training, uh, bounced around a few gyms. Then, uh, I came here and, uh, started working for Al and, uh, Things are things just went really, really great after that. This this is a a fun gym to work at, and uh, it's a great place to work out. Awesome, awesome. So, um, how long uh, how long ago did you did you get started in the gym industry? Um, I guess started again. I this was my first uh, shot at uh, when I started in 1995. Um, I actually worked in a. I was always in the weightlifting and stuff when I started at 15 years old yeah you know um my brother and myself we had we had a, a garage we worked out of our garage for a long time and it actually became like a neighbor a neighborhood club okay and we had about 25 guys work out of there you know everybody had a key to the garage and and um we called it Clint's garage because that was my dad's name and it was his garage so. Nice. <laughs> original original name yeah we yeah. it was really cool it was really well it was kind of like just a club it wasn't we didn't hit charge dues or nothing like that but we had just some old school iron in there and and um you know it was a good good time and and that kind of got that kind of like uh was the planted the seed for me you know i always felt deep in my mind boy that would be great if that ever happened again because it lasted a few years um but then I worked in the factory, just a regular, worked in the automobile factory for almost 15 years. And, um, you know, I was going to school at the time. I was taking classes, trying to pursue the bachelor's degree. I didn't really know which direction. I just wanted to be in some type of exercise. So at the time, I was just taking secondary education courses for physical ed. Okay. And I, I didn't uh, really, didn't know if that's what I really wanted, but I just wanted to be that was kind of all I knew, you know, I, I didn't yeah. really know much else. So I, um, 
and then you know it was, it was uh, crazy. But I mean, my first wife. I'm you know I'm married just a second time here for my first wife. <laughs> they want to make it sound like it was a, a yeah yeah yeah. No, I got you. <laughs> but uh, my first wife, uh, when we uh, we got a, a, a just a, a letter in the mail saying come come check out this new gym in the area. And um, at the time I was working at the automobile factory, the uh, bonus classes, and we went on a Saturday afternoon. And as soon as I walked in that door, it was like, it, it just like smacked dab, dab right in my face. It was like, this is it. This is, this is, this is what, this is what you should be doing. Nothing. It was like nothing else mattered at that point was I, and I told, turned to her, I said, this is what we should be doing. And she, She's like, well, yeah, but let's wait a bit. And I knew at that moment, I just couldn't wait. I had a, it was like, so I just pursued it. And, um, and I just started researching it and everything and, and just got the ball rolling. And, and, you know, when, from that point on, you know, it was on a, you know, on a, just on prayer and <laughs> yeah. limited funding and uh, hard work and everything else, you know, just, uh, start oh you know open up a small place and you know it was really uh it's been a journey let me just say <laughs> yeah for sure yeah for sure. it was a great it's been a great journey you know and so it's been it's been so this is your 26 year you said right mm -hmm. 26 yeah. year yeah yeah so i love i love the stories like that and especially you know being being a locally owned business you know and and we can be real because i'm the same way like people don't expect you to make it right oh, like boy. in oh, the beginning they, they counted me out from early on <laughs> let me just yeah. say <laughs> so I love, I love to hear the underdog stories. And, yeah. you know, one thing I can always say is, you know, everybody, you know, in the beginning roots for the underdog um, until you're not the underdog anymore. Oh, you're all right. You're and then they're like, oh man, you know what I mean? So. Right. Or they think that because you, bec if you become successful, I think people, the ones that don't know the journey, they think you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth and thinking you, you know, they don't realize the journey of the struggle, the, the, I mean, the long hours you put in the, the, uh, I mean, robbing Peter to pay Paul, yeah. you know, whatever yeah. it took. To, I mean, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not by no means, there's no self pity here. Oh, our, yeah. our original members can tell you, I slept in the back of the gym for three years. I had a cot yeah. <laughs> and that was my, that was my home base. And, uh, you know, we had, you know, it wasn't as bad as it sounded because we had the showers and everything else. And, right. Right. And, um, and, you know, but you had to do what you had to do to make it work. And, uh, and there were some really tough times, like, you know, as much as I wanted it, the, the gym to be successful, it was just like, Ooh, <laughs> I hope we can yeah. make it. You it's know? a lot of work. Yeah, for yeah, sure. It's a lot of work, but you know, the, the payoff and you know, it just, it's just one of those things. You just got to work hard. And I tell that to everybody, every single person that opens up a business, not just as a gym, I'll tell them it's going to be hard work. And yeah. You persevere and you yep. got to those you're going to have those moments where you doubt you're going to have those moments of fear you're going to have those moments of i can't do this no more you got the you but you just have to if you have it in your heart to to make it and to be successful don't give up just don't give up keep trying you know yeah absolutely yeah as long as you know as long as you're playing right as long as you're playing the game you can't lose right yeah. so the only way that you fail is when you quit it's right. Uh, yeah, and there's no, and there's no effort in quitting, you know, you got, you know, but it, it takes that strong, strong effort to, to overcome the odds. I've even had family members tell me, I'll just quit. Go see if you can get back in, uh, to, you know, on your, I, I can't do it. I just can't do it. I, I just, 
I gotta, I gotta give this all I got, you know, yeah. and, and, uh, you know, never really knew where I was going, <laughs> you know, but well, you just, you knew, you just knew it was going, right? Yeah. yeah. I was wanting to be successful. I'm sure, you know, Ryan, it was about being, it was about being successful and, um, just, you know, that internal, internal happiness of what you've made of yourself, you know? Absolutely. So, are you here? Oh, you're right. There we go. So fast forward to today. Um, so how big is the facility now and what services do you guys offer there? Um, go ahead. I mean, uh, we're about uh, 20,000 square feet. Uh, uh, we have, uh, as far as services, we offer personal training. Uh, we've, We've trained people for different things, uh, competitions, as yeah. well as just, you know, general uh, walk-in type personal training. Mm -hmm. uh, we offer babysitting. Yeah, babysitting uh, for our members. Yeah. We did, have, uh, we did have classes. We had classes before the COVID. Our classes, I'll be honest with you, they were, they were okay. They weren't, um, they, we didn't, we didn't um, you know, we didn't uh, really push them too much. It was offered for our members. We offered right. it in our membership. It was free, free babysitting, free class, free classes. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like our classes were. Um, it was just something that was offered. But after COVID, I just really started thinking more about about things. And so we actually uh, eliminated the eliminated the classes. But we're in the process right now. As a matter of fact, me and Jim spent this morning. We brought in. Uh, <laughs> we just went out and purchased a bunch of. Uh, the four by six, three quarter inch black mats. We're okay. actually going to convert the aerobic room into more weight room space. Okay. Because gotcha. that's our that's our bread and you know our bread and butter, so to speak. Our that's our our niche is our just old school gym. You know, so we just yeah. want to create more old school gym. You know, yeah. I, I I just want to give us more floor space for that. Pick up a few more machines that you know might be a, a good asset in here. Um, you know, just that kind of thing. You know, just kind of add to what we already have, but you know, that's always been my goal. I, I enjoy that part the most, just finding something that might be uh, uh, different for the members that they have, in, you know, uh, the old school equipment, that type of thing, you know? Yeah. A lot, a lot of gyms uh, offer, you know, it, they're into the machines and stuff like that. Yeah. Classics is more the old school yeah. type. Uh, a lot, you, you see a lot more free weights and things like that yeah. here. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the old brand names, you can, I mean, any old brand name from the, gosh, 70s, 80s, 90s, you know, from, you know, I mean, a Carrion, Body Master, Nautilus, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, uh, Cybex, uh, we got we got so much of, so much of everything, but I'm, I'm a big believer in that kind of equipment because it's just a built to last, you know, it's oh, just American, yeah. American made built to last, you know, and it's uh, absolutely yeah, the stuff will last forever. And, you know, we, you know, I do my best to try to track stuff down and find it a good quality, good price. So, you know, part of one of the lessons I learned early on, you know, when we opened the gym, I bought everything brand new. Yeah. Same here. Boy, that just about killed you trying to pay it, yeah. <laughs> trying to pay it off. Yeah. And so Same. I learned a lesson from that. Well, well, maybe not brand new, but find, find good quality, use better price, private owned, especially, I mean, if you can, cause they seem to have a better offer with the price that way, but you know, just, um, I've traveled, have traveled around just about every state in the Midwest and around <laughs> just yeah. to pick up stuff here and there. And I, I really enjoy that part though, you know? Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So that's, uh, that's one of the things about mine too, is, you know, did the same thing, bought everything brand new yeah. and, 
you know, got it paid off. And then I was looking around and I was like, man, like you could find some packages, like use packages, like complete sets for yeah. like oh, absolutely. fourth yeah. of what I paid. And I was like, I know. You know Where's your gym at, Ryan? Uh, my gym's in Tennessee, uh, close to Knoxville. Hey, Tennessee, okay. What part yeah. of Tennessee? Um, it's in Oak Ridge in East Tennessee. Okay, yeah, I love the yeah. South. My grandmother's yeah. North Carolina, so. <laughs> okay, nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so now as far as like, let's say personal training right there, um, Jim, are you are you the only personal trainer there or do you guys have like a team built out for that or? We just got a small team. We, we've got, right now, we've got a small team. Uh, we've got three personal trainers now. Uh, that one time we had as many as, what was it, seven? Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, we, we were getting into it pretty heavy, but uh, we found that uh, narrowing it down and being more specific in our training and everything was a lot better. Mm -hmm. uh, you can have too many trainers. I mean, you, um, you need yeah. to be more specific in your training, uh, you know, more detailed in what you offer. And uh, it works out better for the clients. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, everybody's got to eat too, right? So whenever you have seven people, you know, everyone kind of gets spread thin. We were just talking about that this morning. Yeah. Unless you have like a huge influx of people coming in all the time, you know, specifically for that. So I, I get where you're coming from. We wanted, we wanted to try to have a personal train this was the original idea was to have a personal trainer for each group uh, or each type of uh group that came in we'd have somebody for the seniors uh somebody for you know uh the young people uh somebody for that was in the uh, competition and yeah. things like that so we were trying to stream oh, yeah. yeah yeah and uh it, it, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. It, it got yeah. very hectic. Very, yeah. very hectic. Yeah. Yeah. So do you guys do anything to, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead, Ryan. Sorry. I was going to say, do you guys do anything specifically to, to get new training clients or is it just kind of like people see you at the gym and they come up and want to, want to get some sessions? Yeah, that's, I think that's pretty much what, how we do it. We just, you know, a lot of people, they walk in, type. yeah, walk in type. If yeah. they call, we just refer, we'll ask them. Like I had somebody the other day ask me what they're, they told me what they're looking for. And I was, and I, you know, I was thinking between the trainers that we had, I said, well, you know, let me, from what I see, this person might be more apt to helping you with what his, what that per, what his knowledge right. is of, yeah. you know, so we try to, like I said, we try to be fair and, you know, divert and, and things, but a lot of them, they just pick up on their, on the floor by themselves. And, you know, um, you know, one of the things you, as a client is, you know, I mean, as a gym owner, you know, the person does have to be a member of the gym to be a client. They right. just walking off the street. They do have to sign up for a membership too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we do get our members here that, are looking for trainers, but we also like the woman yesterday came in and she was looking for a trainer, but she ended up having to sign the gym, sign up for the gym. And then, you know, she chose our, I mean, she went with the other trainer, Gary. Mm -hmm. And uh, just cause of a couple of things she was telling me and asking me, um, and, you know, not that Jim doesn't have, I just felt what Gary had, Gary's another veteran trainer. And it was just something that he was more, had some, I knew he had experience in, you know, right. So, um, but yeah, but as far as the gym goes, Ryan, you know, if, if I could honestly tell you if, if, you know, um, cause even though we've, we've been open this long and, you know, I'm, I'm thankful we're successful. I thank God that we've lasted this long and we've, 
you know, we, we pay our bills and we do well, but we still miss the boat on a lot of things. You know, I feel like, you know, one of the things we, uh, you know, I, I feel like maybe we can make personal training more lucrative for the business. You know, uh, you know, we don't have tanning here. We don't have a lot of profit centers and it really does matter. I mean, one thing I will see, and, and, uh, and I've seen through the years, profit centers are really good for your business to have extra, you know, just extra areas that you're bringing in, bringing in money for your, for your business, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we don't, we don't have a lot of extra profit centers. And at times I almost felt the mistake and it was where I, I, like, like I mentioned, I, we gave away to our members, free babysitting, free classes where I know many other places charged, mm-hmm. but I, I always felt like, well, I already said, I already, uh, I didn't want to take it back from them after getting so yeah committed myself to that so you know i i've made a lot of i've made i probably made as many mistakes as i've had successes here and that's that's the thing like i mean there's really and i mean one good thing i took from that is like integrity so obviously you have integrity you know and that's and that's big because a lot of a lot of people in this industry and I don't, I don't want to label everyone, but no, we'll say right. like a, where you're going. Yeah. a lot of the big gyms, you know, the integrity just isn't there. So it says a lot about, you know, the type of business you run, you know, that yeah. you won't go back on your word like that for sure. No. That's one thing I, I tell people all the time. I mean, we are a different gym and I don't mean not, I don't want to make it sound like we're this, you know, cause I know there's gyms out there like us, but we are different from the typical gym of running a business. We're very personable with our members. Yeah, it's a very, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a, I, I mean, I, as, almost as like ourself, a, almost like a family I type mean, atmosphere. Here. I mean, we're both, we're both Christian men, you know, we have a good, you know, uh, we, you know, not that uh, we expect everybody that comes in to be Christian or, or yeah. Employees. Yeah. we don't know, I know but, what but, but what we do, we treat people the way we want to treat, be treated. We're very kind we're very giving, we're very forgiving. You know, yeah. we try to be a better, you know, just, we try to walk the, the walk that we know we need to walk. Um, and it's not about money. And as you know, it's, it's not always about money. Mm-hmm. And many times, you know, like even in the early days of the gym, all I had was my word. Yeah. And have the money. I had my word. Yeah. And, you, and when you start breaking your word, people start, you know, and I, that's what I pray all the time. Or let me just walk out there and show who you are, represent you by my being, you know, my actions. And so you, you, you don't want to be aligned to people. You don't want to be lying to people. You don't want to try to, you know, get over on them financially. And in 26 years, Ryan, we've, one thing I'm very proud of is our gym. We've never, ever, I've never, um, I've never taken a dime or I've never even, you know, more than what was up to us or if um, we've never done anything in that way whatsoever. And as you know, <laughs> members and, uh, you know, one of the problems we, we have in our business and, you know, we have people that don't always pay their bill <laughs> as you, yeah. as yeah. you deal yeah. with. Yeah. And so we have the same thing. And, um, and sometimes they get disgruntled and think that, well, you, you know, you, uh, you did me wrong. I go, no, 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 we never did you wrong. Yeah. Look in the mirror, look in the mirror, <laughs> look at the realization yeah. of it all. You know, you, uh, you didn't pay your bill. <laughs> yeah. We're just trying to collect what we, what you owe us. We're not trying to collect any more. So we're trying to do the right thing. And we just want you to do the right thing. We provided yeah. you with a great gym, a good price. 
We were always honest and fair. We kept the place clean for you. We kept it all equipped. All we ask is that you honor your agreement when you sign the contract. And so, oh, you know, sometimes we're not, even though we have a great reputation, oh, there's a few out there, as you know, uh, their haters are going to be out there. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the five percent rule. So yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, generally, like you know, the five percent of the population, you know, in any area, you know, any any community, five percent is going to be the people that are just you know completely nuts. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> so, yeah. And you know, it it always seems to work out that way. Five percent. So now, one thing you know, with um, going back to like the additional revenue streams, so. I mean, that's, that's something that you have noticed over the years, but I'm sure, you know, we all noticed it more than ever, right. During COVID. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, because when people can't physically be there or can't physically be there as much, right. Like th those are times where it would be good to have somewhere else to pull from. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. now it was an interesting time. Let me just say in the, absolutely. In the industry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, there was moments that, well, okay, let's just, oh, let's, uh, let's hope and pray that this, we maybe we make it through this because it was, it's a tough time. You know, you just hope, you know, you weather the storm and, you know, we lost, uh, we lost, you know, there was, uh, I mean, we had, we lost members, but we had dedicated members that stuck with us too. Yeah. And, and there know. were, there were several gyms in the area that didn't make it. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it's, it's too bad. Yeah. I mean, they were, they were good gyms and yeah. everything. Uh, but you know, the, the COVID was hard and they just, yeah. they just couldn't, just couldn't handle it. And they had to close places like restaurants and places like ours, you know, gym industries, health clubs, you know, anything in that regard. I mean, those, those, I feel were the most hit hard. Cause you know, people, we, like I said, we still have people to this day, they are members still, they're paying members, but they, they have not stepped in one time yet. Yeah. And, uh, We've had, it's funny because I tell people we had the kind of like the a breakdown of a few different people, like kind of people like myself were a little indifferent. Hey, you know, I'll wear the mask, you know, and I'll wear the mask. Don't worry about, you know, wherever you go. And then you had your people that um, were almost like freaked out by it, like hazmat suits. You know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then the worst ones for us, <laughs> maybe you had them too. It's my right. I'm not going to wear a mask in here. I'm going to work out and you're not going to make me wear a mask. And I'm like, man, come on, please wear the mask. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're putting us in a position. And I said, I, you know, well, I'm going to quit my membership. And I said, well, I hate to see you go, but we got to, you know, we're, we have to enforce this because we can get in trouble. Yeah. So it was just a really, it was a crazy time for so, for all of us, you know? Yeah. So and just think hopefully, hopefully it's behind us. Let's hope. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, luckily for us, we didn't have to do the mask thing, but there were a few times where, you know, I thought we were going to have to, and I told people, I was like, you know, it's either, you remember what it was like when we were shut down, right? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that. And I'm like, what, you know, just for us, if we have to do this, you know, it, it's better than being shut down again or with, you know, without you having a gym because you're not going right. to get any, you can't oh, find equipment God. anywhere right? Like you can't buy equipment. And if you do, you're going to pay three or four times the price. Yep. So the options are pretty limited. Oh yeah. Right. Especially we've seen in, you know, in this industry, I mean, I mean, it was like the price of lumber. <laughs> it's like the, the fitness equipment was like, everybody was out for buying, you know, you couldn't touch a, a what was a, like the weights now? I mean, normally uh, what, what were they, what did they normally charge a dollar a pound? Now they're, yeah. they're up to three, four dollars a pound. It was like, yeah. wow, it was crazy. It was crazy. 
Yeah. Then I had some members that are like, yeah, we're going to build a wooden squat rack. And then they're like, oh, (laughs) never mind. Yeah. Have good insurance. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, well, not, not now. Maybe we'll, we'll cut some notches in a few trees or something like that. Yeah. 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 There was a lot of, you know, one thing I think uh, definitely, cause I'm old school, like I said, and I, my brother and myself started in a garage and I think if anything, there was the resurgence in the garage and basement gyms. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So that was kind of, you've seen a lot of cool, uh, I got to get on online and you've seen some really cool home gyms. So I was like, wow, that, 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 I, I love home gyms. I love, you know, to, uh, I, I think you could really have your unique style, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So looking at um, like your, your membership base right now, um, what do you guys do to get new people in the door right now? Oh, you know, we're, I know. Luckily classics is, you know, we were talking about this this morning. Classics has been one of the gyms that has survived for a very long time in the area. Uh, Some of the other gyms have gone through tough times and they've had to change their names, you know, every couple of years or something like that. And they've, they've had to move around for whatever reasons, you know, uh, uh, maybe they had problems with landlords or something, but classics has been lucky to have survived and stayed in the same yeah. spot that it is. We've been the longest running family owned private gym in this Northwest Indiana. And, and that you know, I mean, people. by, uh, you know, just our name, um, you know, uh, but you know, I'm not, I'm not boasting by no means. Cause I, yeah, yeah. of course I always praise God for that, but I, I'm thankful for it, but I think I, I believe, you know, no investors, you know, no, uh, you know, you see some places they, they, they switch, like Jim says, they're different, you know, they change after, after a time or two, they are another, another uh, company name or, or the, you know, we have some places like some local businesses have a, like, they've merged with like medical groups or whatever. And next thing you know, I mean, but, you know, we've seen it all, but, um, I'm thankful we've survived, but as far as want to know the truth, Ryan, we're not, we've never been big on marketing. I've never had a salesperson here. Mm-hmm. I've never, uh, yeah. you know, we, we, I mean, we're now social media, you know, I don't even get on social media a whole lot to post stuff during, during COVID I was, but I might put a piece of equipment if we get, but I'm not one for getting on there every day on, um, but we have been so fortunate from day one of great word of mouth yeah. from our members and so there were a couple time time or two we even did maybe we did a drive um like to where i think remember one time which was about five years ago we hey win a big 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 flat screen tv yeah, bring, yeah. In the, bring in the most members for this month yeah and i think the the winner i never told him but he brought in two <laughs> <laughs> nice that's awesome yeah everybody else brought in one yeah so i just uh, but i had to honor my word hey you had the most so you got the team <laughs> that's true that's true yeah but you know we uh, we just um most of our most of the time it's just been our members that just re- refer somebody bring their buddy in bring yeah. a family member in mm-hmm. um you know it, w- one thing i didn't mention to you we we have a very weird layout you know we're in a strip mall and i i mean i don't i don't own our facility i don't own the bu- i don't own the building mm-hmm. so we're, we're in a strip mall um, we moved one time only, we moved from our original location to this location, but our layout is really kind of bizarre. You're going to love this. Yeah. 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 We're, think of an L shape. Okay. So our, our entrance, our entrance is 30 feet by 100 feet. That's our entrance of, and that's where our cardio and our front counter is. 
-hmm. So from the street, we, we actually look pretty small, you know, and um, almost hard to yeah. find. Yeah. But when you walk to the back, when the weight room, I mean, the desk sits near the near the rear of the um, this section that when it, it opens up to the weight room and that's where we have the remaining, uh, you know, 15, 16,000 square feet of gym. It's all weight room, you know. Yeah. So but we if anything that goes against us. We, uh, it's, it's always, if we get calls or we get people that come in, oh, I, I've lived here for years and I never knew you were here. <laughs> I, right. I dro I've driven by so many times and I never knew the gym was this big. We get that all the, we even try to put it in when we do advertise, Hey, over 20,000 square feet or 20,000 square feet or whatever. And people, you know, when they see that number, I don't think they, they put that number to the size. They just kind of, they mm -hmm. really don't know. And, yeah. um, so, um, but we get that, we get that so much that, um, I, I wish there was a way to, um, you know, uh, to resolve that somehow. I, I've just never really found a great way to let people know, um, you know, we've put pictures up, we've showed people through all our, I mean, social media, everything, um, you know, we've had, even had, a a billboard on, on inter, on the interstate, mm -hmm. you know, showing a picture of our, our weight room, showing, letting people know you know, we're, we're, uh, a, a bigger than we see appear to seem, you know? Right. So, right. Yeah. So it's really, uh, but we have a, it's a weird layout. Let me just say it's, uh, it's, no. a, it's like it's, L, L shape, but the rear, the back part of the L, the bottom part of the L is huge where the, you know, the, the entryway is, is kind of long and narrow. And, um, it's funny to have people come in cause you know, you, you say, Hey, I, I'm, I want to take you over to show you the gym and you walk in with people and having that L-shaped funnel type layout, yeah. people walk into this little bitty narrow hallway of a gym and they, they think, oh boy, this is, you know, this is pretty small here. And they're walking through and then all of a sudden yeah. they step into the this huge area and yeah. everything. And it's like it, seeing the look on their face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're like, but okay. Yeah, they just, just step back and it's like, holy cow. Yeah, well, we got, we got a golden rule of the gym. And I got to tell you, it's, it's a little bit of a, you know, two minute story here, but it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of the golden rule of what we, 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 uh, we have for our front desk girls. Cause, um, well, I remember one, <laughs> this was about, uh, well, it was before COVID. It was before COVID. Now that I think about, well, anyways, normally, you know, we, we have, and I, I don't know how you have your membership, but we have the monthly payment plan. We call it the EFT, electronic fund transferring, yeah. 12 payments, you know, that kind of thing. You know, we get, we got all different limited day passes, three months, you know, six months, one year paid yeah. in fulls. But, but um, I just noticed we always had a, you know, every month our, our EFTs are, are, are good amount. You know, I'm happy if we can get uh two a day, you know, I mean, that, 60 a month that's i'm very happy with that it, it's, it's a good good number we're always going to have some cancels so it evens out to you know we have come out to where we always have a little more yet um signups and cancels which is always great well one month i noticed it's like wow we're we're not having this is already the 10th of the month and we've only had a couple signups it's odd and and then i will my wife who uh, she she oversees the front desk girls well, they had a crew meeting on a Saturday. So I, during that hour, I, I chose, I mean, I, I worked the front counter while the girls and my wife were in the crew meeting. And in that, in that one hour, I signed up three, three EFTs. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I said, okay, we got a problem here. And I, I, so what I knew what it was, and I, and I told my wife, I said, make sure you let these girls know, because what was happening when that person would walk in for a membership, you know, that girl, instead of standing up and showing them the weight room, she would just slide our price sheet across the desk to them. Yeah. 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 And I said, if I see that again, <laughs> there's going to be, a, <laughs> you know, so yeah. get up off the chair, introduce yourself here. Let me show you the rest of the gym. Let me show you the weight room. Let me show you. Don't even, don't even take it for granted. They walked in here before. Make Absolutely. sure you get up, introduce yourself, walk them into, take them. Cause once you crack that, entryway into the weight room it's just like oh wow it's a different world yeah and um and sure enough we found out that that was the reason why that these girls weren't weren't doing that yeah. <laughs> thank god for cameras that's right <laughs> so it sounds kind of like a speakeasy right so yeah walk in so, really oh. has made, so that's our golden rule hey you know with the girls up front anybody walk in you know you give make sure tour, yeah. you give them the tour you make sure you stand up introduce yourself you know, and uh, present as soon as because um, I mean, the truth is, you know, which is nice, uh, a good percentage, you know, I'm not going to say, you know, maybe 80%, 75% of the time that people walk in, you know, they're, they're going to sign up because as soon as they see, what, you know, the, all the assortment of everything we have and, but, you know, if they don't know it, they're not, they're just going to walk away with that paper in their hands. So Absolutely. You know, that, was a, that was a lesson for us to learn too. Yeah, it was the same thing with the the personal training yeah, program. Yeah. When we started that, you know, people would come in. They, you know, they're a little bit intimidated and everything. And so we sit down and talk to them and explain yeah. and and say, hey, here we've got these different, all these different trainers with these different personalities and things like that. And we would offer them, you know, a free, a couple of free sessions yeah. and. Uh, so that would give them the opportunity to go out there and actually be one-on-one -on -one and experience the personality of the trainers. And, uh, you know, we would tell them, Hey, if, if you don't like the, if you don't like, if you want to work out and you don't like working out with this personal trainer, we can switch you to another one and Hey, don't feel bad about it. You know, personalities don't always mix. Yeah. And so we would do it. We would try to fit, the personality of the customer with the trainer yeah mm -hmm. and sometimes we would have to switch we would have said this trainer is not good for you and we put them with somebody else but that's what we tried to do we tried to zero in and you know one of the things ryan i was going to say as soon as jim said that word i meant to tell you earlier and this is our i mean this is us in a nutshell and i've i've, I've said these words over and over and over and over and I, 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 I would emphasize it and suggest it to any business, not only a gym, but anybody that deals with people. Like for us, I could care less. I mean, I'm not in the greatest shape anymore like I used to be, but I mean, I could care less what anybody looks like that works here. Mm -hmm. If they want to transform themselves, they can. I could care less what they know because if they want to learn, they can learn. But if they don't have that God-given personality to deal with people, yes. the friendliness, the interaction, they have to be a people person. Yep. And you, if, you don't, if you have a business where you have people, if it's people-oriented, and you don't have people, people, people persons working for you, you it's a, a big, you're, yeah, 
it's not good. Period. And we've we've made those mistakes. Sometimes people fool you in their interview process. They seem pleasant, but then once you get to see them, they're <laughs> maybe very maybe very moody. Yeah. Maybe you know they bring their problems into work. Whether one of the biggest things that we have had to address, and again, it's a people business. And I'm telling you, people can make or break you. Yeah. And we've also had the negative, uh, the negative gossip employees. Yeah. That man destroy your business. It's like poison. It is. We it really, is. really have to. We truly make sure we have the right people working. And I've had to let people go. I, I and I'll tell them, hey, no hard feelings. You just don't. You're not the, the fit we're looking for. Gossip in yeah. the gym will kill you. It, you know, yeah, it, it will. will kill you. It will. And you know, yeah. and, the, and the thing is. You know, we're not, we can't stop the floor, the people on the floor, members, they're going to, that's going to, that's just human nature. People talk, sometimes they go negative, talk negative. They, they just, there's just people like that. We can't, but you have to control your, your staff of yeah. what, because if you have those kind of people in your business, man, I'm telling you right now. And we, like I said, so we, we really emphasize on, which we, we hear it all the time. What? Oh, you have the friendliest staff. You have the friendliest. Staff. And I said, well, we really try to find those friendly people. We really do. I don't, because I know, you know, as soon as you walk in that door, whatever you're going through, you got to leave it. You got to leave it outside. You got to, you, you don't take it out on anybody. You don't, and I used, again, there's people out there, not that they're bad people. Right. They just right. don't have what it takes <laughs> yeah. to work with people. Yeah, you know, they may be working, maybe maybe work in a back room or an office or something. Yeah, <laughs> <by> absolutely. <themselves. laughs> but I'm telling you, you, and that's really our success. Our success is not anything, not anything I've done. Our success is not, you know, what what we have. Our success. I really believe we have stayed successful. Other than again, my my faith in the Lord is that has kept me going and persevering. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it truly has been how we treat our members are we, I, I hear, I hear this, I hear this one all the time too. And I'm thankful for it. Cause I say the same thing. I hear people tell me this all the time. And I say, I agree with you 100%. They say, Oh, we love the diversity in this gym. And it's not just powerlifters, bodybuilders, strong men, crossfitters, you know, um, it's black, white, Hispanic, yeah. big, small men, women, you know, we have, uh, cultural diversity. We have sexual diversity, and everybody's loved. Everybody's welcome. You welcome. We welcome you here. Come on in. Yeah. Now we're not gonna, you know, but we have to draw the line. You got to respect our gym. Yeah. You know, you we can't, you know, without getting into certain things and subjects. But you know, we will love you. We welcome you here. You're one of you know. We're so happy you're here with us, man. We wait. We try to make everybody feel welcome. We've had. You know, the <laughs> way now everything's politically incorrect, but you know, we've yeah, had right. a few transgenders in our gym. We love yeah. them. We welcome you here. Uh, but, you know, I have to draw the line. No, I can't let you, <laughs> you know, use, use a restroom. <laughs> this is yeah. your restroom. Yeah, I get that. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? So we have to, you respect us. We're going to always respect you. And and that's one thing I'm really so proud of, of such a, an amazing melting pot in our gym you don't i wish our society and world was like the inside of our gym because you could you, everybody gets along so well there's yeah. none of those you're gonna have a knucklehead here and there you know a guy yeah. who's this or that and you know even though we 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 speak out against you know or uh we speak out against um you know steroids and stuff mm -hmm. i'm realistic ryan i'm it, we're a gym 
we're yeah. we're, you know, we're going to have members come in that that but i think they respect the gym enough to know i tell them what you do on the outside of this gym is none of my business but we don't want it in here right or too hard for this place to allow this to happen yeah. to come into this kind of gym we don't want so we're not that kind of gym either we're not a muscle head gym we're a, just a, a good family serious uh family uh family fitness center you know gym uh and uh, but i but that's what that is if anything is what i feel we have the most because our because our not only are we diverse but our the town we're in is very diverse now and um and I love it. I love it. You know, I, I, everybody is welcome. Uh, we, you know, in 26 years, Ryan, you know, I've never had, I've never had harsh words with any member. I've never That's had, awesome. uh, That's great. Yeah. yeah, I've never, and I've never had anybody come at me and, and, you know, um, you know, I know there are going to be people that aren't happy, but it's truly how it, it's, it's, it's in a nutshell of, of, of the success you'll have is if you truly, I remember one time, this was probably three year, two or three years after we opened, and one of the members, I still remember this, and he said, "Al, do you remember? You know why I really love coming to your gym?" I said, "Why is that?" I remember his name was Dwayne. I said, "Why is that, Dwayne?" Dwayne. He goes, "My dad owned a bakery, you know," he, and he said, "Your gym is like my my dad's bakery." <laughs> yeah, he's, you know, he said, he goes, "You know everybody by name." Yeah. They're, they're, their word means something to you, right? Their credit is good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I said, yeah, man, that's just how it is. I'm old school through and through. And that's just how we are. I, 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 I love what I do. And, and I, I just, I, you know, and that's, like I said, I, I just, we, we have such an awesome gym. I, 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 we, we press gym etiquette yeah, too. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, yeah, you sure. have to, you have to respect the gym, but you know, you, there are certain things, you know, you, you can't come in here, like he says, and act like a knucklehead or something like that. Yeah. You have to respect the people around you, yeah. you know, especially, you know, you know, you don't hog machines, you yeah. don't, and you don't talk about other people, yeah, you yeah. know, uh, maybe, you know, somebody is in great shape. You don't talk about somebody else that's, that's not yeah. in as good a shape or something yeah, like yeah. that. I mean, that's what I've seen. We, you know, we, I've seen, I've had, I, I, I can't tell you how many times this has happened where I've had a person, cause you get, you know, you get, as you know, you get somebody that walks in the gym that's not in shape. That's maybe, we get a lot of people my age that, you know, they're, uh, they're out of shape. They want to just get back in shape. And there's intimidation when you walk into a gym. A lot of and I, and I always, you know, you know, I always tell them no need to be intimidated in this place because nobody will look at you yeah. and any, nobody will make fun of you. Nobody will, well, 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 what are you, what are you doing here? What are, no, if anything, they're going to encourage you. They're going to, mm -hmm. you know, give you advice, whatever it is. And there's nobody. And that's one thing I do see. I've never seen anybody made fun of in here for the way, for the way they look. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, um, you know, and. I really, I've told people we're the original no judgment zone. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So we, others have capitalized in it, but we're right. the original. <laughs> well, guys, we are getting towards the end of our time on yeah, the podcast. Yeah. So um, I, I appreciated everything today. Great conversation. And I know hopefully that- we, uh, Hopefully we told, talked stuff that may help, help in absolutely. some way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know the listeners will find value in this. So thank you again. Yeah, appreciate it, Ryan. Thank you so yeah. much. All right. Thanks a lot. Yeah, for our listeners out there, if you found value from this podcast, please hit the subscribe button. 
And if you're a gym owner, um, click the link in the description, apply to be a guest in the podcast. Until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords podcast, where we talk to real gym owners who are in the trenches, doing work, changing lives. I'm your host, Dominic. Today, we are here with Brooklyn and Diana from Grand Trunk CrossFit in Michigan. How are you two doing today? Good. Doing great. Awesome. Awesome. As possible. And we do mostly group training um, with some personal training sprinkled in, but we're, uh, we are a CrossFit gym and uh, we definitely, we love CrossFit. We know that it's, uh, it's right for us and right for our family. So we're, we're excited to be on, excited to talk about it. Awesome. Awesome. So you guys have been open there for seven years, right? You've been in business as CrossFit? Yep. Seven years. Cool. Cool. And what led you to that point? I know we talked off air a little bit. You guys knew each other from um, Lifetime Fitness, Brooklyn, you were a trainer. You guys got to know each other while you're in there. And at some point, somebody banged their head and said, I want to own a gym. (laughs) What was the thought process there that made you say, I want to do this on my own or together, but, you know, in in your own place? Yeah, yeah. So, I, I met Diana at Lifetime, right? We, we talked about that. I knew that I wanted to open a gym, like, when Diana and I were dating at Lifetime. I remember specifically going over goals with one of my managers and him asking me what I wanted to do. And I remember telling him, I was like, I would love to, to own my own gym with Diana. Um, and that, you know, I mean, that was probably... 15 years ago now, but I remember having that conversation and I stayed with Lifetime a long time. It was great for us at the moment and we learned a ton, but we kind of evolved out of it. So, yeah. So somewhere along the lines, you caught the CrossFit bug, started doing it yourself and said, this is the road I'm going to go. Yeah. We started doing workouts together like at Lifetime, he's like, oh, hey, I found these workouts and they're pretty cool and kind of different. And so we started doing some CrossFit type workouts at Lifetime, um, which kind of led us to finding a box nearby, which at the time were a ton of boxes nearby, which was, you know, so you found whichever one was closest and we joined and that was pretty much, you know, how we got the bug for the community and the whole vibe of CrossFit. I remember... Diana started going to CrossFit first and I was like, ah, I don't know, you know, it's cool. I'm going to, I'm going to keep working out with my buddies and, you know, I'm sticking to one muscle group per workout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, let's check it out. Um, and I was like, wow. And I've, I haven't switched since then, you know, I mean, 
you change it up and have, you know, have off weeks or whatever, but um, it's, it's really, it's been, been the most effective thing for, for my workouts for sure. Yeah. So seven years total, or just about seven years, um, it probably five or so of those years predate the beginning of the, the pandemic, right? For people listening to this, uh, we're September, 2021, and it's, it's still, it's still lingering. Um, and, and things have changed a lot for a lot of people, a lot of our brothers and sisters in, in all industries, but specific to us, the fitness industry have, have had some rough times. So what was the, the journey like? You grew from being a lifetime fitness trainer to having two CrossFit locations in the same area, right? Yeah, yeah. fairly. Yeah, 20 minutes apart. Yep. How long did it take to go, you know, like, what, did, what was your process? You grew one to a certain point. And then did you start a second one? Was there, did one come up for sale or about to close? How did you get to that point? Yeah. So, so we grew our original location, which is in New Hudson. We grew that to like um, a pretty good size, 215, 220 um, members. And then the opportunity came along. A, a member came up to me and said, Hey, there might be another an opportunity. Um, for a CrossFit that's hooked up to a, um, an ice house, right? Where kids play, there's lots mm -hmm. of hockey teams and figure, figure skating, skating teams. Yeah. And I had trained the figure skaters before. So that that became open. I went and talked to the, the guy that was building the, um, the addition. And he was like, yeah, let's do it. Sounds good, you're our guy. <laughs> so it was like, it was a little too easy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but. I was like, all right, sounds good. I guess I feel like I'm ready for a new challenge. Um, yeah, and then COVID came. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. three months later. Yeah, we opened in December. We were closed. Oh. So you're just going along your merry way for all that time. And just, just when you decide, all right, this is right for us, you do it. And then Mother Nature kicks you in the head. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We had talked so, about it like maybe a year before doing it, but the opportunity hadn't dropped in our lap like this did. So it just kind of, I guess it was all supposed to be <laughs> how it kind of happened. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that happens. You still have the original location. How was that affected by COVID and what's your recovery been like? Ooh um, <laughs> The original location, we we had been around for a while so a lot of the members stuck around we did everything that we could do as far as like, like we rented out equipment <laughs> we we did zoom zoom workouts we did one-on-one um, on one one phone, on one phone calls to keep people motivated right goal setting sessions extra programming if they whatever if they had dumbbells so whatever we had to do we did it basically mm -hmm. right to keep these people um as happy as possible um and engage, right? We'd do workouts and sometimes we'd like work out in the park, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, so we lost quite a few members, quite a few. Yeah. Lots. Yeah. 70, yeah. like 70 members. Okay. It got to a point where like every day he would get a phone call or an email and it was like, 
who is it today? Right. Because <laughs> you're just waiting for that. Yeah. You know, at the same time, be. like everybody's struggling, right? So yeah, it's like everyone has their own challenges. It's hard to get upset, but like, yeah. you know, this is what's happening, right? <laughs> it, how long were you shut down for? Three months. Three months. Okay. Yeah. And then various stages and restrictions since then. Yeah. yeah and we, we just kind of we weren't really outside. allowed to open back up, but like we were like, all right. Come on back. We're gonna be outside. It's warm enough. Let's go outside. Right? If you're yeah. worried, wear your mask. If not, don't. We're gonna work out. <laughs> so that's what we did. And I coached about every class coming back into it. Um, if I had coaches that wanted to start to to do some coaching, I let them. But I was like, this is uh, we got to get this going again. Mm. Long enough. <laughs> yeah. So. Since then, since you've been back reopened, you, you said that you lost, you know, maybe 70, 75 members, but you've kind of scratched and clawed a little bit back up there, right? You're, you're kind of going back on an upward trend. How has that gone? Has that just been reactivating people who were members before and left? Have you found new people that you had, had never had as clients before? What does that look like and how have you done it? Yeah, we've had you go over and play dead, right? You're you're still right. here. Yes. So we've we had both. We had, you know, people that came back right away. Um, we had people they kind of came back in little stages as stuff kind of lifted in, in the state, like people kind of come back at their comfort level. And then we had new people starting to come in, which was pretty exciting because we saw that the fear was kind of less and less, you know, each each week, right? Um, so we really really set a hard goal to get to be a plus three plus three members um every month coming back like we're gonna lose some yeah right we're gonna get some back but at the end of each month let's shoot for plus three right and if i said hey we're gonna have 36 new members at the end of this year we're gonna be positive 36 members on top of where we started um pretty good year. i mean it's pretty good it's pretty <laughs> solid yeah yeah, for sure. And you're counting, you know, you're not just counting new members, which is smart. You're counting net, right? Because right. it doesn't matter how many are coming in the door if they're just going out the back door. Right. Um, that, that doesn't do anybody any good. It just gives you a lot of new people to train and take up resources and people who stay are, you know, I, I've been in your shoes, right? I've been a CrossFit box owner. So I know that the on-ramp program, the getting to know people, the getting over the wow, this is, this could be really hard. Like the people that embrace it, you know, you, you want to keep them for, for as long as you can, if they're a good fit for your community. So looking at that net number is really, really one of the most important metrics, right? Now, if you were bringing in 20 and only losing 17, you'd have net three and it, that would be cool, but it, it would still be a huge pain in the butt. So, you know, there, there's a case for both sets of numbers. So what do you guys been doing to get the people in? Has it been all word of mouth? Are you doing social media? Are you paying Mark Zuckerberg and, and running ads on you know, Facebook, Instagram? How are you getting those people to come in the door and say like, all right, I'm not scared. I'm ready. I've been on the couch. Let me work out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we've definitely reached out to, to our current community, right? So we have a, a referral plan mm -hmm. in place where if you if you get somebody to come in and they sign up, we give you seventy five dollars off your your 
your membership for that referral for one, give, month, yeah. for, for one month. We give them $75 off their first month. So that our referral program right there, um, we just keep that running all the time, right? Um, we've ramped up our Instagram a ton. Um, yeah, so trying to get more posts out there, two or three posts a day. And just because people miss stuff like that sometimes, right? So just trying to be top of mind for people. Um, those two things right there help a lot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you're right in that it's, it's twofold. One, people do miss posts you make, but also the social media networks are set up from a business side to make you want to pay them, right? You could have 10,000 followers. You make a post and they're only going to show it to a hundred or 200 of them, right. you know, unless it gets immediately like a lot of traction, a lot of likes and shares and things like that. They don't even show it to everybody who follows you, who wants to see all your stuff unless they go looking for it. So yeah, when you start doing that math, it's tough. And of course, you know, their answer is give us a little bit of money and right. Right. Yeah. maybe you'll see some return on it. And, and that can become a black hole too. You know, if you, if you guys have ever played with or dabbled in the area of paid marketing, you know, it can go from, I just blew a thousand dollars and nothing happened to, you know, the upside of, you know, cool, I have this system in place and I know how to do it. And, you know, I put in a dollar and I get $3. I put in a dollar, I get $5 back. So it can work, but, you know, I think they make a ton of money off of people who just say, oh, I'll figure it out. And they just plow cash into it and don't see anything. So yeah, it's, uh, it's tough, but obviously keeping that post volume up is going to give more opportunities, right? You just need one or two posts to catch fire and, and that can help you. And that kind of leads into um, if you're getting people that way, mostly from your social media, community outreach, things like that, those people are all coming in warm, organic leads, right? They've all heard something about you, right? You, they look on your social media, they're like, oh, cool, it's a real business. Uh, I see people that look like me. That looks like I could do that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go check it out. So what are you doing now when somebody's interested in coming in? Um, do you do an in-person consult? Are you yes. doing it remotely? What is that process like? Um, as soon as they, as soon as they inquire, I, I text them <laughs> right to their number. I don't even mess with an email. I just send them a text. Hey, how you doing? You want to come in and check out the facility and go through a workout. Um, so I'm on it like as quick as possible to get, to get them into my schedule. And it's within the next like one or two days. So I don't really mess around with any, like, I, we try not to do any um, automated stuff. Like I'm emailing the, or I'm texting these people um, right away. Um, if, if not, then we put them in, if I don't get a hold of them then we put them into a, our, like our leads bucket and that's a whole nother process, but yeah. But you have a process for it. So that's, that's very good. And uh, you're right. When you said we text them right away, you have to, right? Speed is king. There's, you know, I've always, I've, I've made the, uh, 
the analogy or metaphor. I'm not really, I'm not an English major. So, but, uh, you know, I always say, you know, somebody, and I've been there, right. As someone who had my own, you know, personal transformation at times, like somebody's face down in a bag of Fritos, they see, they see a gym and they're like, all right, it's time for me to do this. Right. Right. If you don't, if you don't get in contact with them, they might say, ah, screw it. You know, tomorrow's another day, whatever. And it, it doesn't, mean that they're a bad person or they have wrong motivation but if you get somebody while they're interested that's your best chance of getting them in there and helping them make that change that they want so it's one of those like very emotional decisions so when they're in that moment you gotta you gotta get it because they're in that they're in it for a reason you know it's like like they they reached out right so we got to jump on it as fast Mm -hmm. as possible because we have we have the solution for them we really do (laughs) And, you know, I can say that for, for 99% of the people out there, um, we have, we have a solution for you. Yeah. And that's, I think the, the core of it is like you said, it's an emotional thing, right? It's not, it's not 2010 where people like, I saw CrossFit, it's cool. I'm hardcore. You know, I want to go, I want to go get my, you know, my hands torn to shreds. Like that's, those days are, are really, for the most part, past. It's, it's the people that say, I want to do fitness. I know I can't do it on my own. I like the, the idea of a group and the energy. And yeah, they raise their hand to you. So if you don't get with them right away, they're gone. You know, they're either going to do something else or unfortunately, in most cases, they're just going to do nothing, right? And none of us get into the business to let people do nothing, right? It's like, hey, you wanted to change something? I'm your guy or I'm your girl. So Awesome. I love that you recognize how important the, the speed is there. So you reach out, you get them into the gym. What's your intro process look like? Is it a, do they go through a workout? Do they go through an assessment? Do they get a free class, a free week? Is there a trial? What does that look like? Yeah. So I meet with them. We talk about their goals. We talk about what they've done in the past. We talk about injuries. Um, we talk about why they're here, right? Which is all those things go together. Sure. Right. And then like I'm collecting information, I'm talking to them. Um, then from there, right. I'll take them out on the floor. We take them through a workout, right. A short workout. It's like kettlebell swings, bike, ring rows, something that isn't going to totally smash somebody in the face. Right. Um, but they can do it. Right. It might be a challenge, um, but everybody's going to be able to get through it. We can scale that as necessary. So they go through that, then I bring them back in the room and I ask them, and I just straight up, I'll just ask them, could you see yourself working out with us? And then I'll refer back to what they wanted to achieve in the notes, right? You said you wanted to do A, B, and C. We, we do that and more, right? Could you see yourself working out here with us? And then, then they either say yes or, or no. And if they say no, then I get them I'll have them come back for another session, right, with me. Um, and if they say yes, then we move them to, to more of an onboarding process. Okay, and what's that onboarding for most people? I know there's always exceptions in either direction. Is sure. it one-on-one sessions? Is it small group? Is it they go into the big group and they have a little more supervision? What is it for most people? Um, most people, it's, it's one-on-one sessions, right? So we talk a little bit, we'll, we'll do workouts in, in each one of them, but I'm not trying to teach somebody 
how to snatch in one session or how to do a power clean or a pull up like that's here's the deal right with with these new members they're going to forget 90 percent of what you tell them anyways so i'm not i'm not going to try to teach them how to snatch in in the our 30 minute on ramp session right we'll talk about it and we'll you know we'll go through a workout but i i'm by no means not i'm just not that good that I could coach that I could teach somebody how to snatch in, in 30 minutes in 30 minutes yeah <laughs> right uh, yeah I don't I don't think coach Bergner could do that so. I, like, I don't think anyone can right actually. <laughs> right so we so we have a, a nutrition session that we go over nutrition right and then we go through a short workout and then we have a mobility session we talk about mobility and its importance and we talk about um the crossover symmetry and the importance of that and warming up Right, show them Wi-Fi, show them where the equipment is, make them feel make them feel comfortable with the facility, right? And then we will also go through a workout, and then in our last session, it's pretty much everything that we've missed. We still go through a workout. Um, I might join them for a for a class, right, and be with them in in a, a particular class. But then, because our coaches are good, right? We'll let the coaches know when they're coming to the next class, if they're new, and the coaches are going to do their thing. They're going to coach. Awesome. So is that an additional cost? Does somebody sign up for their first month? And it's Absolutely. How, yes. how does that work? Um, that's, it is an additional cost for, the, for the, the three sessions, which is, it ends up being, it's $300. Um, yeah, and it's three or four sessions, depending on really what the individual needs. We go from there. Excellent. Excellent. I, I love to hear that, you know, when when gym owners and coaches aren't afraid to, you know, get paid for the value that they're providing. You know, we all want to give, 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 but give, give, give doesn't necessarily keep the lights on or, you know, pay the rent. And it's it's tough to find that balance. But when you have something like that, that is an extra value you know, it, it helps you in the long run. And if somebody's invested financially, they're probably going to be a little bit more invested emotionally and, you know, just, just really more literally bought into the process. So I think it's great that you do that. I don't know that it's right or wrong. If somebody else doesn't, everybody's got their right to do it. But a lot of the data that we see shows that those people that come in and get a one-on-one -on, -one on ramp or intro um, that has some value to it that isn't free because that that tends to devalue things stick around longer they're they become better members they're instantly right. part of the community so i think that that's pretty awesome so you get people in and you have this process and you know you you have the crossfit thing going and that kind of does help lend itself to building community and that helps people stick around for a while do you guys track your actual retention as a percentage, like we lost, you know, 2% of our members month over month, obviously COVID notwithstanding, but on, on normal months, do you look at that from a percentage or a numbers basis? I know we talked about that a little bit earlier. Is that something that you're keeping your finger on the pulse of, or is it just by feel because you're so involved in the day to day? Um, I track members attendance mm -hmm. uh, percentage weekly okay so i try to be above 90 percent mm -hmm. that 
people have been in in the last week. That that's the real number as far as um, percentages that that I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, we look at the at the raw numbers at the end of the month, but um, that's that's the big thing that I I try to um, go by. So you're so, keeping you're keeping an even closer eye on it. You're yeah. You're if they're coming in, if they're coming in every week. They're not going to quit, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Very the rare. That, yeah. The people that we lose are the the ones that you know they get busy, they their family yeah. things, all you know, lots of distractions in the world, right? Um, yeah, but that's that's the real the real focus is you know attendance for us. So there's there's two schools of thoughts on what you do when somebody stops showing up, right? There's sure, sure. there's <laughs> You just hope their credit card keeps going because you're afraid to have that conversation. And it, it's, it's tough. It can be really hard to get over that. You know, I, I've been in that position. A lot of people we talk to are they're like, I don't want to push somebody away or be in somebody's business. Or there's the, the person who's like, Hey, Diana, I haven't seen you in a week. What's going on? Like, yeah. is there anything I can do? Are you okay? Did you get hurt? Like which, which school of thought do you guys follow there? That second one. I was like, that's yeah. all yeah. personal, that's personal me. text. It's me, right? Trying to build that relationship. You're like, Diana, you're friends with them. Send them a message. See how yeah. they're doing. You I know, will just do little that things sometimes, that... yeah. But it's usually, hey, man, just checking in. Haven't seen you in a few days. Hope you're well. You know, it's just like a text like that. I'm not trying to be aggressive. Really be like, oh, man, you know, <laughs> hope you're not at home getting all fat. I know you worked really hard. No, like, I didn't say that. It's not like that at all. No. It's just like, hey, what's up? Hey, what's going on? What can we do to get you yeah. back in? What's going on? There, there are some members you could have that relationship with. I'll be like, dude, yeah. don't tell me you're backsliding into a bowl of cereal right now. Yeah, like, there are, sure. Yeah, yep. there definitely There's are. definitely a few. <laughs> so, so with that being the way that you approach it, do you try to establish those any sort of check-ins when they are coming frequently? Like maybe a random text message that says, hey man, uh, you know, I saw you, you know, you kicked ass at your workout today, whatever, however it is. Are you establishing that when they're when they are coming? All right, so that it's not really, so it's not out of the blue and you have that ongoing relationship. No, I feel, I mean, I feel like within class, we do that really good job with that. Like we always talk with everybody, see what's going on with them. You know, we have our coaches walk around and see how everyone's doing that day. If they have anything like that's popped up this, this week or something. So we try to stay current with everybody in that sense. Yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously we're not all at every class, but at one least thing, coach. one thing I'll do is if something significant happens to a, an athlete during the class, right and they hit a big pr or you know get a bar muscle up my coach will tell me from the morning and then i'll send him a text mm -hmm. later on in that day like hey I heard, I heard you got your first bar muscle up that's amazing you've gotten those texts on vacation yeah and we've sent the message you know like <laughs> yeah. big deal we have you know we weren't there for it. we want to make sure you know that we know and it's a big deal yeah so you are in person and to the extent if you're not able to at least hitting milestones with people and, and staying in it. You guys are still very much the face that members are seeing and, and they know. So it's not, you're not just the guy in the office that pops his head out, you know, once in a while. So that that's cool. It, it goes a long way, right? If you're trying to track and keep people and you know, it, in your process, 
you know, people can have a long journey, right? I think Coach Bossman talked about the, uh, the, the low trajectory to a distant horizon, right? People can just keep coming and coming and coming and coming. You just need them to do that, right? And then right. you can get a lot of other things. So yeah, you can't just go hands off. It's not like, a, you know, in LA fitness or, you know, lifetime fitness or I think something like that where the membership skews the other way. So awesome. That's, that's probably very helpful for a lot of people to hear that, you know what, don't be afraid to be that person, to be that face and just reach out, reach out to people because you care. If you got into it because you care, right. If they stop showing up, be like, Hey, you have these goals come in. What do I have to do to, you know, do I need to give you a, a 15 minute pep talk when you come in? Do I need to help you with your scale or whatever it is? So I think taking that initiative goes, goes a long way. So what's, what's on your horizon, right? You're, I know you said that you're, you know, your projections, your comfortable spot is, you know, adding, you know, with the comings and goings of life and people leaving, adding, you know, three members a month net is good for you. Like how many more months of that before you're comfortable again? Like what's your number and where are you trying to get back to, to feel like you're, you know, I know you can't, you that second gym, you can't just turn around and get that back. But to feel like you're where you want to be in this gym and to feel recovered and comfortable, uh, where do you need to be? And, you know, what's your timeline there? Yeah. Well, you talked about the, the two gyms. We're going to do as, as much as we can between these four walls, right? Mm -hmm. Right here. And the timeline that, that kind of I'm looking at is like, like a year from now, right? Where do we want to be a year from now? Um, where do we want to be six months from now? If we continue at doing the plus three, we'll be right on track to getting back up close to that that 200 member mark, um, which is which is really good. We recently kind of um, went through a, a a whole pricing change, mm -hmm. and um, so we don't even we don't even do uh, we don't do limited memberships anymore. We just do unlimited memberships just because when people come in, right, the the results that, that people get from coming like four or five days a week compared to like two or three, it's just, it's a huge number. So mm -hmm. we change that up. And really we're looking for people that, that want to be here and want to get results. Um, and our, are serious about, about their fitness, right? But they, they still are active, have an active family life. These are just, you know, the type of members that, that we have and that we're looking for, um, you know, and still focused on that, that, that three. Awesome, awesome. So, Diane, anything to add to that? Um. I don't think so. I mean, we kind of talked about like finding a happy number with um, the clientele that's not like there's there was a point where there was like a too high number <laughs> mm -hmm. to manage. Yeah, um, for sure. Which at first we didn't quite know that there was going to be that. I mean, just, you know, being starting out and doing our thing. We got to that point and it was it was tough to manage everything. <laughs> um, social aspect, everything. So getting to that number that, like he said, like, like round two is probably like 
probably the best for us to manage. It seemed once we got past there, it was lots of lots of things to lots of moving pieces. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but the, the second location, I mean, that was a whole different was, animal yeah. too. That was all around the same time. So yeah. that's probably why it seemed that way. But yeah, it's tough. You can only slay so many dragons at once. And you yeah. know, when you when you grow, as you grow, you know, uh, a growing healthy business, there's always gonna be some part of it that's broken. Right, but you can only take on so much at once. Absolutely. So, for sure. Um, that really leads me into, uh, as we, we're kind of running low on time here, as, as is always the case with me, because I want to do these for hours. But, um, you know, you look at it and you know that you got to a point where maybe you grew a little bigger than you were comfortable with. You have the advantage of hindsight now, or maybe it was that combined with the second location. So if you could go back, maybe it's, you know, you can't predict COVID. There's nothing you could do about that. But if you could go back knowing what you know now with the steps that you took, if there was one piece of advice you could give yourselves, you know, whether it's two years, three years, five years ago, what would you say it would be? Big eyes. <laughs> Man. <laughs> so I feel like that's a big question. Um, I would say... <laughs> For myself, we started working with with another company, um, and it like it was like a like a mentor group, um, and they they really really helped us um, get get really focused. Mm -hmm. I wish we could have done. That I sooner. wish I would have done yeah. that sooner. And I mm -hmm. if if I could go back, I would I would be like, hey, Brooklyn <laughs> from two years ago, you should do this. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. things are about to go down. <laughs> so, so you think that if you're at a point where you're going to make big moves in business, or it feels like things are growing beyond whatever your scope is, that getting some coaching, getting some mentorship, getting getting outside of your own box with people who've really done it and have some info is probably the biggest game changer for you. Oh yeah, perspective. I think so. Oh yeah. Yeah. It puts everything in perspective, mm -hmm. and, you know, and come up with a plan. Um, yeah, that was huge. I, I, I'm a firm believer in that, man. That's where a lot of my success came from. So I, I'm 100%, you know, find somebody that's been there and done it and can prove it because there's, you know, there's some people out there that talk more than they do and they're flexing on Instagram and, and not helping and that's that's a whole different conversation that we don't have time to <laughs> somebody that's been there and done it you know go to them listen to them take the mentorship learn what you can and then you know grow and and see where the path takes you so our path has taken us to the end of this episode before we let you go where can people find you online um you can find us at grandtrunkcrossfit.com. That's our, our website. It's going to be the easiest way to do it. And, mm -hmm. um, just go through the steps. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys for being here. Thank you so much for your time. To our listeners, thank you for your time. We appreciate you tuning in, listening to another episode of the Gym Lords podcast. If you want to hear more, click the subscribe button, get notified when new episodes drop. Leave us a like, a review, comments. We love all the feedback. If you want to be on the show, 
click the link in the description. There's a form to fill out. Someone from the team will get back to you as soon as possible. To everyone out there in Jim Ward's nation, keep changing lives, keep kicking ass. Jim Ward's out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Wards podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners who are in the trenches and learn more about their business and business knowledge as a whole. I'm your host, Ryan Carson, and today we're here with Bradley Perez. Bradley, how's it going, man? I'm doing all right, brother. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for being on the show today. Yeah, no problem. I, I feel I feel very honored, to be honest. I don't know. I was awesome, a little nervous because I was like, wow, what do I know about anything? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you're, you're a gym owner, right? No matter how long you've been a gym owner, you're still... You're still one of us. You're still in the club. So um, I appreciate you again for being on. So we'll kind of go ahead and get right into this, man. So what is the name of your facility and where are you guys located at? The name of the facility is MKE Muscle. Uh, and we are actually, so it's, it stands for Milwaukee Muscle, but we are located in uh, Brookfield, Wisconsin. We're right across the street. Um, our, the, the border that uh, separates Milwaukee and Brookfield is literally the main street. Um, but we are Brookfield, Wisconsin, 53005. Um, so, yeah. Okay, awesome, man. And so how long, how long have you guys been in business? So we've been in business going on, I want to say, six or seven months since March of 2020. Um, we kind of briefly discussed, or 2021, I'm sorry, briefly discussed before. Our goal was to be open by November of 2020, but things happen and so on. So we officially opened March 1st, 2021. Okay, awesome, man. And, you know, before we kind of get into what you guys do and things like that, I'm, I'm always curious. So what made you decide to, to be a gym owner? Um, honestly, it's kind of a, a weird fluke almost um so I, i've been a trainer since i was what 17 years old so going on 10 years now um and it's one of those things where every trainer every bodybuilder every meathead everyone wants to own a gym it's the coolest thing since sliced bread you know it's yeah. just one of those things that everyone wants to do um so it was always in the back of my mind and i always kind of had a in a like a subconscious goal but i was like okay well opening a gym isn't easy opening any business isn't easy so they're kind of steps that i needed to take before i got there um, so it was kind of put on the back burner. I actually left my personal training job back in 2017 mm -hmm. um, and I purchased a martial arts school, um, a Taekwondo school. So it was a, it's a very, very simple business, uh, like a very cut and paste business. It was a turnkey business. So I went in, um, everything was pretty much set up for me. Unfortunately, that business was pretty deep in the red. So I did have to pull it out of the red, get it into the black, but it taught me basic business skills of like P and L statements, um, 
tracking memberships and all that kind of stuff. So with that knowledge, um, I met my business, my now business partner for the gym. I've actually known him for a while because I used to used to train his wife and his son. Okay. But I ran into, I ran into him uh, in November of 2019. So again, going on three years of me or two three years of me owning this martial arts school, um, I ran into him at our at my old gym where I used to work because I used to go there and work out every once in a while. And uh, again, back in 2019, pre-COVID, things were nuts. Still, like we went we got into the gym. It was eight o'clock at night. This was uh, the Wisconsin Athletic Club, so it was a uh, um, fitness facility, I guess you could call it, or an athletic club, whatever. But uh, it was eight. 8.30 at night and it was packed. Like you couldn't find a squat rack. You couldn't find a bench. You couldn't find anything. And we were kind of laughing about it. And he's like, man, like someone should really open up like a solid gym, like one of the old school gold's gyms in this area. And yeah. I was like, man, that would, it would make a killing. It would do so well. And he's like, well, what's stopping you? And I'm like, well, I'm two years into owning, you know, a business, which again, as you know, two years time, you're still struggling a little bit. So I was like, oh, I don't yeah. have any I'm, I was 25 years old, 26 years old at the time. I was like, yeah. I don't have any money. Like I'm broke. And he's like, well, what would you think if um, like we went into it together? And I was like, I mean, yeah, that's a possibility. And he's like, do you know equipment costs? And do you know yada, yada, yada? And again, being a typical jabroni, I've priced that stuff out a million times over for the, the dream yeah. gym that I'm going to open one day. Um, so I was like, yeah, like, let me put together a, uh, a business a business plan and shoot it over to you. And that night, I think I was so antsy and so excited that I sent him over a business plan within like four hours. Yeah. Um, like a, a pretty long one too. And he looked over it and literally got back to me within an hour and he's like, dude, let's do it. So the next day we actually started looking for buildings. Um, and that's kind of where the journey began was I ran into an old buddy of mine and he happened to have had the, the capital we'll say, mm -hmm. and I had the business knowledge and it was like, Hey, I trust you. You trust me. Like, let's, let's do this thing. This is something we both want and we think will do well. So we kind of just took the leap from there. That's awesome, man. And, and that's yeah. funny. You say like, you know, like pricing out equipment, you know, dream gym. I mean, I was the same way, like I already had in my head, but it's, it's funny. Cause sometimes like b before I really knew how thing I was kind of just like pricing stuff out. And it's one of those things you're looking you're like, Oh, okay. So this is only going to cost like $10 million, you know, <laughs> yeah, no exactly. big deal. Like everything's cool. Yeah. <laughs> but I think every kind of that works. Way. Yeah, you're kind yeah, of like, you're like oh. I could come up with this somehow, maybe one day. And yeah, yeah, yeah. My, yeah. my biggest thing is, you know, for this this situation in particular, like a lot of people will say, "Oh, well, it's luck and blah 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 blah." And I'm like, you know, my thing is, I don't believe in luck. I believe in being prepared when the opportunity grants itself. And it was yeah. one of those things yeah. where I had had the business knowledge and I'd been busting my butt to build this other business. So the opportunity granted itself. And he was like, Hey, like, I trust you. Show me what you got. And I was like, this is what I got. And he's like, all right, let's do it. So yeah, yeah I think yeah. that preparation, you know, for anyone who is that's at, at any point in their, in their life, wanting to open their own facility or whatever it is, like make a plan as soon as you can straight up. Like, cause you never know when that opportunity is going to grant itself. And when it does, like you need to capitalize on it, but you might miss out. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good point. And that kind of goes like with some stuff that uh, Grant Cardone talks about, you know, about showing up, like you always have to show up, you know, like if you show up, the rest of the stuff, you know, is going to present itself. And it's one of those things by show up, it doesn't mean, you know, just be there, but like be present, you know what I mean? Like, you know, work on yourself. And like you mm -hmm. said, like you may miss an opportunity. Um, but one thing I always told people is 
you know, like if you think about a business, right? Like it's kind of like, oh, well, I want this business. Like this is my dream business. But then you think like a lot of people, if they were handed their dream business, would they be, would they be able to sustain their dream business? And there's no, there's no way. way. Yeah. Yeah. So I tell people like, okay, so think of what type of person would own this business? Like what would they need to have? What would their, you know, qualities need to be like, what kind of skills would they need to have? So if you mm-hmm. think about it that way, then you make yourself into that person. Right? 100%. No, I, I 110% agree in terms of like, there's been a couple of people that have talked to me like, yeah, I really want to open a business or I really want to open a gym and blah, blah, blah. And again, like I never tell anyone they shouldn't do that. Like I've never mm-hmm. had a single person come up to me and say, I really want to open a gym. What do you think? And I'm like, don't do it. I kind of assess them as a person and I'm like, okay, well, Here's some of the trials and tribulations you're going to go through from your current mentality of how easy this is going to be, because it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be cheap. It's going to be extremely frustrating and that's fine. But like, I can tell you right now from what you're telling me, the little bit of research you did on Instagram is not enough preparation for what you're trying to get into. So like you said, there's a lot of people that are like, I want to do it, but it's like, okay, but are you ready to show up? every single day for the next X amount of whatever time period it takes. Mm-hmm. No, well then kind of rethink things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good point. So talking um, like when it comes to your guys model, um, <laughs> well, first off, what's the, what's the uh, square footage of the facility? So the square footage of our facility, um, oh man, what is it? It's we're about 10,000 square feet. Um, okay. But the building, so the building as a whole was 26,000 square feet when we got it. We actually demoed part of the, an attached two-story building, which was about, was like 8,000 or something. I don't know. My numbers are going to be all off. But uh, we had to demo part of our building to add more parking. um, Okay. To meet the codes codes of the city, which was rough. But currently the building stands at about 14,000 square feet. We have someone renting out about 2,000 and back. We have 2,000 more in back that we are going to be using as, it's kind of a, a little bit of a surprise, but um, I'll, I'll tell you anyways. Um, we're building a stage, a complete stage for bodybuilding shows. Oh, per se. Now, I shouldn't say shows because it's not going to be a show size area, but we're building a complete yeah, yeah. stage, eight to 10 people. And then we have about 10,000 usable gym space, obviously factor in. Um, about 2,000 square feet cut out for the locker rooms. But I'd say our usable, usable gym space where equipment is and is going to be is about 8,500 square feet. Okay. All right. Gotcha, man. Yeah. So that, that's a good size for sure. Yeah. And as far as like the the business model, so what is the business model and like what services do you guys offer? Um, so our business model is really, really simple. Um, one of my goals going into this was not to overcomplicate it. It's 45 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Um month to month, you know, we ask for a, a 60 day cancellation policy, or we, we say we have a 60 day cancellation policy, policy, but in reality, like if someone's moving or they absolutely hate the yeah. facility or something, I'm not going to hold them to it. So exactly. we just went with that with that month to month policy, because my big thing was, I didn't want to do any, I'm, I'm, I'm big on commitment, but I'm not huge on forcing other people to commit to things. Because again, I know things change and I know things happen. Like uh, some of the gyms up here, have you sign a one to two year commitment or contract Mm -hmm. or whatever. And if you don't pay X amount, like I I just feel like those kind of memberships really leave a bad taste in people's mouths. Mm -hmm. um, Because there are people that have to go to school 
that are in you know different states or different uh, cities. There are people that have to change work over. And if you're like stuck to that policy of like, well, if you signed a year long contract, sorry, we got to bill you for at least the next six months. People yeah. that really just leaves a sour taste in people's mouths. So my goal was to say, hey, you are free to come and go as you please. You know, we're all month to month. If you hate the gym, I'm not going to stop you from leaving because I don't want that kind of energy in here anyways. You yeah. know what I mean? So that was kind of my my basis behind the whole month to month thing. And um, at my martial arts school, we've done contracts and we've done month to month. And I found that like, again, the month to month just seems to be the strongest way to go about doing things because it gives people the freedom and the flexibility to do what they want. And people yeah. really like that, you know, if they yeah, want to go try true. another gym for a month or something, be my guest, you know, I'm never yeah. going to stop you. So, yeah. And, uh, as far as like uh, trainers and all that, we have probably about half a dozen trainers now, um, but they're all independent contractors. Mm -hmm. And one of my big things was we wanted to avoid all, um, I guess, liability as well as like other major expenses. So payroll is obviously a huge expense of a lot of businesses, clearly. Right, right. Um, and, you know, we have front desk staff, but I really didn't want to have to deal with juggling, hiring trainers, coming up with rates for them to charge, then taking X percent and them not being happy again. I came from a corporate gym where it was like I was an employee of this facility. I charge $65 an hour. They give me 27 and that mm -hmm. was it. And I was really unhappy with it as yeah. well as in terms of like them dictating how much I should and shouldn't charge. I didn't love that either. So we kept the business model of all independent contractors. Again, from a liability standpoint, we're not liable for anything that they deal with with their clients. Um, they have the freedom again to come and go as they please as long as they pay a monthly overhead, which again, I make reasonable from uh, for, for trainers because I know there's new trainers that can't afford to right, pay. Right. 300 bucks a month. So I'm like, okay, let's work something out, you know? Um, so I wanted to keep that as well in terms of, again, just being flexible. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, all of our trainers are independent contractors. And besides that, I mean, that's, that's pretty much the basis of our business model. Um, it's very, very simple, but in my opinion, with a gym like this, so um, uh, a guy that I, I knew really, really well, who was a pretty successful business owner once told me is like most businesses are like a game of chess where there's certain pieces that move in certain directions that dictate certain outcomes. Mm -hmm. And in this situation, um, businesses like my martial arts school and my gym in particular, it's more like a game of checkers. It's very, very simple. And I do not want to overcomplicate it because the more you throw into it, the more stressful it becomes, the more moving parts there are. And my goal, obviously as a business business person is to create some type of passive income, but also from a gym owner standpoint, I just want a nice facility that people come train at and that's it. You know, yeah. I just wanted to create that and not overcomplicate it with all this other nonsense. Yeah. That's and simple scales. You know, I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing that I've, that I've learned is simple scales. You know, it's, it's hard when you have a lot of moving parts and the business is super complicated and you have, you know, 87 different types of memberships, you know, yeah. it's hard to scale that, you know, because everything gets so, you know, caught up in the mix. And it's like, when you start making exceptions for this person and that person, you know, things get really confusing. So yeah, uh -huh. it's, good, it's good to keep it simple. Um, you know, and basically just, you know, standing operating procedures. And, you know, now there are ways, you know, with your own trainers, you know, if they were on staff to, to have a good system in place, but I get the, the contractor thing. I mean, especially starting out, 
you know, it, it's yeah. really easy. And, you know, with, with you kind of being behind, you know, with your opening date as well, you know what I mean? So, I mean, that was, that's yeah. definitely, um, you know, it's kind of gives you an incentive to, to want to do that. And, and that's, and you're hundred percent spot on with like, you know, I'm sure things are going to change in the future because they always do. We're constantly growing and learning and developing. Um, but again, from the concept of this is the number of memberships we need to make X amount of money to cover our expenses. This is the easiest way to go about doing it because we're behind, because we sunk, yeah. you know, half a million dollars into blah, 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 blah. This is how we're going to recoup. Again, in six months time, everything might be completely different. And I might say, hey, you know, we want our trainers to sign some type of blah, blah, blah that says they owe. I, again, I don't think I'll do that, yeah. but who knows? Who, who knows? Like you said, things constantly change and we're, we're learning as we go. I mean, I'm sure you are as well being a gym owner for what, seven years now. You're yeah, still, yeah. you're still changing things here and there where you're like, this is just more efficient. And, yep. you know, just learning it now, which is fine. So no, you're, you're spot on with like, things might change. I, I yeah. have no idea. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's a good point, you know, because I've been through one, seven years, I, I've seen about everything that there is to see in the industry. Um, I've done things the wrong way more than once. Um, you know, I've had, you know, three to four different business coaches and mentors, you know, and seen what works, seen what doesn't work. So yeah, you're right. Like, and I think the biggest thing is, is being willing to change. Um, I see so many people and, you know, I've, I've talked to some people on here even that are so like set in their ways, mm-hmm. like even though the business may be hurting, um, they never wanted to admit, right, that their maybe their philosophy wasn't good or their business model needed to change. It was kind of like, well, let's just wait because I think it might pick up. I have yeah. a feeling. But, you know, we found that, you know, if you don't have – you know, anything consistent as far as getting new people, you know, uh, what are you doing to keep your people? You know, as long, if nothing like that is consistent, you know, then, I mean, then it's not really even a game of, you know, a game of checkers or chess. It's kind of like you're just, you're just playing the lottery, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And so. and I think that's a pride. I think pride uh, is a big factor in that where people don't want to deviate from what they still think is right, even though it's not working. And this, this goes hand in hand with anything in regards to running a business. Even one of my biggest kind of pet peeves right now is like personal trainers and not people that train out of my facility just in general is this whole, like, this is what works period. There's no deviating. And I'm like, since when is there no deviating from this? Like you, you mean to say things aren't constantly changing. This is the only way to get from point A to point B. Again, when it comes from, to, to business, there's, there's a million ways, there's a million ways to, to build a successful business. It's all relative yeah. to, yeah. you know, what's working, what's there's, there's a million moving parts that again, dictate that it's the same thing with training though. It's like, well, this is the only way to build muscle. It's like, since when, mm-hmm. yeah. since when yeah. is, you know, just hypertrophy, the only way to build muscle and so on. But yeah, I think that's a pride thing. And again, if you're going to get into any type of business, especially this business, like you got to drop your pride, you got to leave it at the door and say, I'm going to do what I have to do to grow in any way I can. And mm-hmm. that whole knuckle, knucklehead mentality of like, this is what I learned. So this must be right. And this is what so-and-so said, and they're successful. It's like, yeah, well, you're not so-and-so, you know, yeah. Yeah. what's what works for me in this facility might not work for nine out of 10 people who try to open a facility just like this. Like, mm-hmm. There's a lot of factors and it's the same thing again with training, with nutrition, with whatever it may be. There's so many factors that people overlook. So saying this is what works, I think is the biggest like bull crap ever. 
<laughs> it's like there's yeah. there's a million yeah. ways. Let's say there's a million ways to skin a cat. Yeah, that's so true. And and I, I think that you know when, when people aren't you know open to those other ideas, you know that like when it comes to a business, I mean any business really. Of course, we're gym owners, so we're gonna you know think especially in gyms. But I mean you've got to you've got to check your ego, but you you really got to leave your feelings at the door. You know, like when it comes to the numbers, um, you know, the, the daily stat sheets, you know, whatever you're bringing in monthly, your revenue, you know, your P and L's, there is, there's no feelings in those numbers. You know, no, they numbers, are numbers are. don't care. Yeah. <laughs> numbers do not care about yeah. what you think or what you feel or whatever it may be. At the end of the month, if you need 12 grand and you made eight, your landlord's not going to say, oh, well, you're trying really hard. So yeah. it's okay. Like, nah, nah. They're going to say, okay, come up with that other four grand, figure it out. I don't care. And it's, yeah. it's rough and it's, it's harsh, but it's the reality, man. <laughs> it is what it is. So what are you yeah. guys doing right now to get new people in? Uh, like Dude, I know you probably I'm, had the, a big thing when you opened, but what is it? What's it look like now? If I'm being completely, completely honest with you, and again, this is why this is kind of a one in a million business, in my opinion. We have done zero marketing whatsoever. Okay. We've done we. I, I have a decent friend circle. I'll call it our acquaintances, whatever, from other gyms, from being in the fitness industry for the last ten years. You know, I've been to. 10 different gyms in the Wisconsin area. And luckily with my generation, people do like to stay fit, we'll say. Um, so the main source of our membership when we first got started was 100% word to mouth. Okay. And we built, okay. we built a 50 to 100 membership base within our first like month, if not month and a half, um, solely based off of, Hey, like Brad's opening a gym. You want to go check it out? Sick. Like this place is awesome. They have turf, they have a belt squat, they have brand new arsenal and hammer strength equipment. Let's sign up. Um, and then it just continued to progress off of that where it was people and friends and family came to sign up, but also, um, there's another gym right up the street, the big box gym experience that I think like one person deviated from and like 35 to 40 more came to came from because again, we are the only facility in our area that has the equipment we do and that yeah. follows yeah. the business model we do. So it's like, you know, there's, there's a couple incredible gyms in Milwaukee um, or we'll say, you know, yeah, in Milwaukee-ish. There's a Animal House gym, there's Total Flex, there's Metro Flex. But again, we're in an area where we're right off the freeway. We're about 20 to 25 minutes from any of those other gyms. And also we're a little bit further north. So we're reaching a demographic that has nothing like our facility in the area. Mm -hmm. So again, it's been solely like Instagram organic advertising, which we don't, we, we haven't paid anything for advertising. It's been people sharing and tagging us and telling their friends. And we've got some good friends who host some of the big bodybuilding shows in um, mm -hmm. Wisconsin who hosted one of their posing seminars where there was like 50,000 people watch the live stream or something stupid like that. So we've been very fortunate to just have had people refer other people to our facility. Um, we're in a great location where again, it's very central and I just have a very, very, very awesome, um, friend and family base, we'll call it where people want to come and support and hang out in this atmosphere that, you know, mm -hmm. we've created. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's been the, the gist of our advertising. Again, we have a Facebook, but we've, 
we're so bad. I'm just now getting into learning how to properly social media market. Because as you know, social media marketing is a whole nother animal. Dude, it's, it's, yeah, it's a different yeah, it's beast a, for sure. Dude, for like sure. I, I might talk talk a little trash about influencers here and there, but man, they work hard. Yeah, it's <laughs> like yeah, make, making posts and making content and all that kind of stuff is is no joke. So we we are just now getting into the whole like content calendar of Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, we post yada, yada, yada. But prior to that, it's been all organic advertising where we have a website, but we we haven't used Google Word or uh, AdWords or Google ads or any of that kind of stuff. It's just yeah. been based on yeah. like gyms, Milwaukee. And I think that helps too, because we're MKE, which is, you know, hyphenated Milwaukee. So we're MKE muscle. So when people say gyms, Milwaukee, we probably pop up pretty high. Yeah, man, that's that's a good point. And that's funny that you like talk about Facebook because it took me years to be able to figure out how to do it the right way. Like I thought I was doing okay. And I was like, man, I got a lot of likes on this post or somebody thought this was funny. I had a lot of shares, but then <laughs> yeah. I noticed like it, it wasn't translating. Like no. it wasn't getting people in the door. So I was like, well, you know, I'm not making any money off of this, you yeah. know. And you're paying how them. much for Facebook advertising? Yeah. And at that, well, at that time I was just trying to do the, the organic, you know, so yeah. I wasn't paying anything, but I thought, I thought I was doing great. You know, hundred yeah. people liked the post and I was like, Oh, well, none of these people are, have ever been here. Yeah. You know, yeah. So no, it I wasn't think. until I learned targeting and all that, that it changed, but you're right. It's uh, it's weird, man. It is uh, it's not as easy as you think it would be. No, again, social I mean, media marketing is, is weird. Uh, same thing. I mean, Instagram, Instagram's nice because, as I'm sure you know, like the thing is with fitness, um, everyone in the gym has an Instagram, every mm -hmm. single person and nothing against any of those people, but most of them take a picture or two, you know, in which they want to tag the facility. They want to tag, you know, the people they're training with. So that's, I think a blessing in disguise in terms yeah. of like, that's been a huge part of a lot of gyms growth that they might not realize that they're like, mm -hmm. wow, there's like been a lot of people coming and it's like, yeah, because you got, you know, those two dudes over there who squat 800 pounds, who have 10,000 followers on Instagram tagging your gym in it. And then they're, mm -hmm. you know, big buff friends want to come in too. So it's like, it's, it's yeah. pretty neat. It's pretty yeah. neat for sure. Yeah. And then it's the same thing. Like, you know, people see, Oh, this chick posted and you know, half of her ass is hanging out. You <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, everybody wants to come for that too. So it works. Both hey, and that's the thing, you know, I'm, I, I don't per like, I'm not going to say to do that, but sex sells. And that's yeah. one of the biggest yeah. things is I think we do have a lot of attractive people at our facility, which helps. And that's, that's not just saying like women, we've oh, we have no. a lot of yeah, attractive individuals, like a lot of competitors. We've got, you know, a couple pros that stop in every once in a while, which is really cool. So again, it's that, that environment being created from those individuals that makes the gym even cooler. Cause yeah. I mean, who yeah. doesn't want to be like, surrounded by good looking people yeah it's motivation and uh yeah i mean they just some people feel like they're you know like if those people are there like they're they're part of something like even yeah. if they've never talked to them before in their life but just to say they're in the same facility that makes a difference mm -hmm. for some people well i think one thing that people don't realize either is you everyone in the gym has one humongous part of their life in common with every other person and it's that they're in fitness. Like, again, most people who are into it are really deep into it. And having that connection alone and saying, dude, you work out? Yeah, bro, you work out? Yeah, it's such yeah. A, a big deal 
people become friends instantly. Like you said, and it creates a community and it creates a space where it's like, I'm surrounded by people just like me. Even if they're not just like them, again, they have that one thing in common that's such a big deal to, to so many of us that it builds that, that family, that yearning for um, a group of people, you know? Yeah, for sure. So we are running out of time here on the podcast. One thing I always like to ask people, so in a year from now, like what does growth look like for you? <clears throat> um, so realistically, I think our membership ba- membership count after the first six months is, is at about 285. Mm-hmm. And I said that the, the end of the day, my goal, my ultimate goal to stick with would be like a 500 um, member base. It's just, yeah. it's a comfortable number for the size of the facility, for the amount of equip- equipment we have and we will be getting um, as well as just number wise, it's that number that really works out for us. So yeah. 500 members at 45 bucks a month, you could probably do the math. It's 20 mm-hmm. some grand or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but that's just that number that says, okay, this is comfortable. We're paying all our bills. We can throw in some new equipment here and there, yada, yada, yada. So that's mm-hmm. the ultimate goal. And I'd say about a year's time. Okay. Awesome, man. Awesome goals for sure, dude. And I uh, appreciate you being on the podcast again. Uh, yeah. I had a good time and I know the audience will get some value out of this. So thanks again, man, for coming out. Yeah. No, thank you so much for having me. Um, I sure. really, really appreciate it, man. All right. And uh, for our audience out there, if you found value from this podcast, please click the subscribe button so you can be alerted when more episodes are loaded. And if you're a gym owner and want to be featured in the podcast, click the link in the description, apply to be a guest until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, Tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.